Sanctions push Russia to first foreign debt default since the Bolshevik Revolution. Well, hello there, my friends. Chris Marcus here with you for Arcade Economics. And this morning, a quick video about some news that hit the wire last night. Because as you can see here, Russia has somewhat officially slid into a historic debt default as their grace period on some of their bond payments has expired. Not much reaction in the market so far, although I'm not sure if there's anyone who knows exactly how this one is going to play out yet. I will go through some of the parts that we do know at this point so you can get an idea of what's happening. Again, you can see sanctions push Russia to first foreign debt default since the Bolshevik Revolution. Certainly not ideal company. But as you can see here, they defaulted on their debt for the first time since 1918. Russia missed payments on two foreign currency bonds as of late Sunday night. And that day marks the expiration of a 30-day grace period since the country was due to pay the equivalent of $100 million in bonds. Of course, this wasn't completely out of left field. This happened about 30 days ago, as you can see there, and has been one of the consequences from the sanctions that the U.S. has placed on Russia. Quick note, we can see that there's a degree to which Given that they're financial sanctions, at least one way of measuring it is that it has not gone well for the U.S. side. Here you can see the ruble in the 70s prior to the Ukraine invasion got blown out initially and then has continued to rally. I saw as low as 50 rubles to the dollar last week. In either case, stronger than before the action by Russia into Ukraine. And it's interesting here, it sounds like this one, at least for the bondholders, is going to be a complete mess. Litigation over the lack of payment could span years. Russia has accused the West of manufacturing an artificial default. And if we take a look over here, it's interesting that the Kremlin has rejected the claim that Russia is in default with spokesperson Dmitry Peskov reportedly telling a press call this morning that Russia made the bond payments due in May, but they were blocked by Euroclear due to the Western sanctions. It's a messy situation, and especially here you can see, unusual for most sovereign bonds, Russia's don't specify jurisdiction to decide disputes. Lawyers say English or U.S. courts are likely venues to decide who is right. I can't imagine that Putin will be thrilled with that, but we'll keep an eye on that to see how that goes. Again, as I mentioned earlier, one investor said Clearinghouse Euroclear received funds for May interest payments just before the Treasury's exemption expiration, but the funds were frozen there because of the sanctions unable to be forwarded to his account. Lawyers say the bond documents are unclear over whether payments that reach the Clearinghouse, but not the bondholder account would constitute a formal default. One other note worthy of passing along here, a quote from emerging market fund manager Paul McNamara, I suspect, remembering what happened with Argentina, that the Americans would be keen to have creditors chasing Russian assets all over the world. It's basically contracting out the job of going after Russian assets, which is an interesting way that that's unfolding. We've seen the Biden administration freeze a lot of assets and really just have this situation escalating ever since it started. I'll be covering some 
some of the other news regarding the war that has come up in recent weeks that does not show an easy resolution. Meantime, which I will also be covering this week, the BRICS nation talking about a currency basket. So it seems like they have plans to keep moving forward. And even while the U.S. has now said that they're going to block Russian gold, which we'll dig into later, quite a lot happening. And again, I would just point to the ruble dollar exchange rate as one metric to keep an eye on. It's interesting. People talk about how the dollar has been rallying lately, although keep in mind, that's the dollar rallying, the DXY index, which is composed of primarily yen, euros, and sterling pounds, which are all being debased at a similar rate to the dollar, even despite recent interest rate hikes yet. The one currency that is actually putting something behind their paper, whether it's gold, Russian gas, or other assets, continues to rally against the dollar. So at least when you hear people saying that the dollar is rallying, perhaps worth considering that there are a couple different ways to measure that. Anyway, we'll see how this progresses, but that is the news this morning. And real quick, before we wrap up, I want to thank Silver Viper Minerals who brought us this video. Silver Viper Exploring Gold and Silver Projects just closed a financing to do some drilling on their El Ruby project. And to find out a little bit more about that, we'll just click on the video coming your way now.